Hey, and welcome to another supplemental episode of Civil Politics. Uh, we're part of the Planetside uh, Podcast Network, and uh, we're doing this to uh, uh, connect with our fans and keep talking about the stuff we're talking about. Uh, so we're holding our supper while we do this. So, so pay attention, please. Well, that sounds dumb. Anyway, sorry. Um, but dinner. yes, dinner. So uh, we've been talking about uh, endorsements for candidates, and one of the things that's really difficult is uh, when a candidate who has really terrible views. No, sorry, when a when someone who has really <laughs> terrible views on something endorses a candidate, maybe that you otherwise like, and it's like, oh, how do they deal with that? And this was sparked by. Uh, uh, YouTube podcaster Joe Rogan endorsed Bernie Sanders and the Bernie Sanders this campaign. Week, yeah. yeah, and the Bernie Sanders campaign made a big play out of that. They said Joe Rogan's backed us. And why is Joe Rogan backing Bernie Sanders cringeworthy, Stacey? Like, what's bad about Joe Rogan for those of you us out there who think he was in a movie with Charlize Theron? <laughs> um, or can't tell whether he was or not. I think we're all hungry, so that's a bad thing to ask me because the <laughs> list is very long. Pick, okay, I'll pick, pick, I'll, I'll, I'll pick the highlights. Um, he's terrible on trans rights. He is a misogynist. He is someone who... Uh, just he likes Elon Musk, um, which I always think is a disqualifier. What about um, Jordan Peterson? He likes Jordan Peterson, right. also another disqualifier. Um, he is basically the dude bro's dude bro. Um, I just find him to be. I I find the word odious comes to mind when I think of Joe Rogan. Okay, so. Uh, his endorsement, you don't think, is something that uh, uh, a progressive socialist like uh, Bernie Sanders should be celebrating. I think this is the reverse of uh, his endorsement of Cenk... Cenk uh, Uyghur? Uyghur all over again. Something that should have never been done, should have never oh, the happened. Young, t- young Turks? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know Joe Rogan, so I'm just thinking about this in theory because I don't know the cast of, Well, I know the Young Turks. But... Um, it, yeah, it's very interesting well, Joe, to Joe me. Joe Rogan hasn't been accused of any crimes, as far as I know. So it's not like, you know, noted war criminal Henry Kissinger or, you know, yes. or, or Jeffrey Epstein or whatever, you know, or, or you know, David Duke, leader of a, you know, a widely recognized faction of the Ku Klux Klan, the hate group, you know. Yeah, so, I just yeah. think he's odious as a person. I'm not making any claims that he's right. done anything wrong. Right, but I mean, so, so there's a difference <laughs> between like, you've been endorsed by Charles Manson versus you've been endorsed by Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, you know, we, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he's not Charles Manson by a long stretch either. So, no. I still uh, stand by my comparison to David Duke. Yeah. All right. But <laughs> fair but, enough. But the question I guess we're trying to ask is, is sort of theoretically, what do you expect your favorite politicians to do with something like that when they have an endorsement from somebody that's, you know, probably going to, you know, Look, a large part of the population is not going to like it, I guess. I would say that from a just just a absolute campaign, you know, pragmatic, pragmatic. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Idea. You know, Joe Rogan has a huge following. And so from a pragmatic point of view, absolutely you endorse you you pick up that endorsement and you say hurrah or you say thank you or you at least say thank you from a the perspective of someone who already likes you 
that is the time when you say thanks, but no thanks. So you have to make a pragmatic decision as to whether or not you want to alienate people you you already like versus how many people you want to pick up by embracing that endorsement. How many voters will he lose versus how many will he win? And I personally think that Bernie made the right decision because his followers are so rabidly fanatic that they won't take this as some sort of personal affront to them, in large part. Oh, in other words, they'll kind of ignore it. Yep, they'll take it in stride. So what if the politician said something like, um, okay, uh, I hear you've endorsed me, but I don't think you fully understand my positions because I can't imagine you endorsing me. Given that would be that lovely. I blah, that blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that would be blah, lovely. Blah, blah, blah. And if you want to endorse me, understand you're endorsing. Right. Trans and, rights and blah. Right. And so, you know, I think that that would be my ideal response. Kind of um, in a other, ring with the yeah. um, WWE and, you know, yeah. <laughs> But but I'm I'm sort of that's what I'm trying to understand is what what the what a good person politician in your minds would, well, would do. Well, on this show we talk a lot about you know principles and values and whatnot because we're a radio show where we get to talk about like Boo, these are ideas and whatnot and that's what we do. But it is worth noting, as as Sue often reminds us, that politics is also about power and how people use that power and how they get that power, and. Um, it's also also worth noting that uh, poli- that we're talking about elections, and elections are, amongst other things, job interviews. This, this is a hiring process to fill a position with duties and responsibilities and a salary and so forth. And so, as well as a popularity contest. It is it is both of those things, absolutely. So you you win the popularity contest in order to get the job. So that that makes it more complicated. But it is, at least in theory, people are also considering how well will this person do the job? Will How well will they represent me? And we don't have, like, we can't sort of pick a little bit from the buffet to make our perfect candidate and only put what we want on there. It's like you can get, you can get the chicken or the fish, you know? And it's like, yeah, but it's barbecue chicken. I don't really like barbecue chicken. Oh, but I hate Pollock. Oh, guess it's barbecue chicken then. You know, it's like that's that's what you got because you still got to hire somebody. You know, like we have, we need people doing these jobs. They in got our a government. lot of people run and right seats are I contested. I have never, ever, not had to make that choice in exactly. all of the years that I have voted for people. Right, especially because you're you prefer the not chicken or Pollock, but the rich when it comes to what you're going to eat. So. <laughs> That's your political party, isn't it still? Yes. Stop looking at me like that. (laughs) A tasty morsel he is. I'm sure I am. Uh, Especially covered with uh, uh, plum sauce. Anyway, so... um, so, uh, so, so it gets complicated, you know. Like you gotta win the election, and you sort of gotta say, like, okay, you want well, a politician who wants to win it. Well, yeah, and, and also and knows how to win it. And also, there's a certain amount of like, yeah, well, I like, you know, X, Y, and Z about uh, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. As I'm sure there's, I haven't been paying enough attention, maybe, but I'm sure there's at least one person out there who's endorsed Elizabeth Warren that I would go <laughs> as soon as I find out that that's happened. You know, and what are you going to do about it? I mean, you still, you're voting for the person you think is good for the job, who has the values you want, and you think can win. 
And yeah, sometimes that means you wind up on the same side with Joe Rogan, who's pushing it for very different reasons, but you're still... Yeah, so Still all on the same team, pushing in the same direction, even well, though you don't well, want to be well, on that team. And, well, and, and, and thinking about it as a team for too long means that it starts being about like, well, Bernie's my guy, as opposed <laughs> to like, well, I'm backing Bernie because he's going to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, he's not? Or, oh, he can't do that? Or Elizabeth Warren will do it better? Or, you know, Joe Biden's got a better chance of winning, so I'll take I'll take X at least? I mean, whatever. That's that's this whole calculus, and it's. Did you see what the New York Times yeah. did? I couldn't believe it. Oh, they endorsed two people. It's the New York Times, of course. Yeah, but they've never done that before. Yeah, such and I think spineless, it's. I, I think it's misogynist. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, would, I would agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they endorsed the ladies. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren is the progressive, and Please, Amy Klobuchar. Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As the moderate, Amy Klobuchar is the moderate. Yeah, I was sort of horrified by that. It's like they had no idea that that was they, offensive. Well, and they couldn't. It's it's like okay, pick somebody. Yeah. If you really can't say okay, well we like, you know, if you're more progressive, back Elizabeth Warren over Bernie Sanders, sure. But like, you know, if you're more centrist, why are you backing Amy Klobuchar over Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg? I don't get it. Because they were trying to be feminist. Yeah, and they in failed. fact, they failed miserably, or at least from my perspective. Too. No, it certainly did feel tokenistic to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like when you know when they, instead of putting a woman on the cover of Time magazine, they put thirty women on because they're all involved in the whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like um, you know, I have I had personal experience with someone who was African American who, um, you know, the reason one of the reasons why she left the job she had was because she couldn't go to the bathroom without someone coming to her and saying, how are you doing? Can I, can I ask your opinion about something? Can I invite you to a meeting? Because she was African-American. She was one of the and few so that they, they wanted, could talk they to. They wanted diversity. And so she literally couldn't even go Get to the driven. bathroom. She had to job. start going to a different bathroom in order to get some peace. I just need to need a moment alone to do my business, please. Wow. And you know they they just didn't understand. People, yeah, people are unaware. They of couldn't understand why. What? What? What do you mean? We were trying to be so friendly. Well, and 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 each individual person is like, oh, okay, yeah. It's like, man, this is an important issue. We need some. We need somebody in this organization who isn't just like a white person, like oh, you know, or you know, person you're talking about, like, you know, maybe she'd be willing to do it because I mean, you know, we want to, we want to not just have white people in our organization talk. So let's, let's see if she's interested. But yeah, because like they, they're, they've don't have enough mix, like she winds up getting everything. And so, uh, right. So in the aggregate, each individual positive impulse becomes this burden. I had not thought of that. And, and I can totally easily see how someone would miss that because it's like, I didn't know that. I asked her opinion what she mad about. Right. I didn't know <laughs> that like five other people did that like in the past hour because, you know, you're not watching everybody else all the time. Yeah. You know. And that no one is self-referential enough to notice that the structure means that she's the only one to go to. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So, and that's the thing with the female thing is that, oh, you know, we wanted to be egalitarian and feminist, and all you did was make it gross. It, and, they were silly endorsements. So. And, and yeah. useless. 
absolutely useless. And they should have waited. If they really didn't know who they wanted to endorse, they should have waited. They should have, absolutely. Yeah. Or else if they were going to pull this move, if they'd done this three months ago and they'd said, oh, you want to you back somebody? We recommend backing Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, or Amy Klobuchar, or Kristen Gillibrand, you know, even though Tulsi Gabbard, you know, whatever. <laughs> I know. But I mean, if they'd said like, you know, pick one of the women. Oh, somebody with no penis. I'm sorry, I didn't get the category. Right, okay. right, but if, yeah, exactly. If they said like, okay, look, we think for this election it's important to to change things up, and you know, if there's one thing Donald Trump's presidency has convinced us, it's like this country doesn't listen to women enough, so let's put a woman in charge. Like, that's a position, you know, and you could get that, and that would have been like a little bit of a boost, and it would also would have been excluding, you know. Don't want to make too much of colorism or whatever, but like, it's noteworthy that like they waited until there weren't any people of color left, you know, in the um, race. Um, except um, um, Andrew Yang. Except Andrew. Okay, Yang. I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean. I, I heard you say except just as I said except. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you do think of the people on the debate stage. Andrew that's... Yang is a fine man, and I don't want anyway want to impugn him. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> so thank a, you for calling me out though um but yeah how does a poli- how do you want your politician to address yeah. the people that are endorsing them want to help them that you find would you call um od- odious odious it's such a good word <laughs> it is we should yeah. use it more um i think that certainly <laughs> describes how the new york times has behaved yes um i mean the times is just oh god they're just neoliberalism at its worst well i i <laughs> I think the editorial board of the <laughs> yes. Times is what really bothers me because there's lots of good journalism still coming out of the New York Times, and and other news sources. It's like what you were saying about um, Chris Wallace, yeah, at, at Fox News. I don't like Fox News at all, but Chris Wallace certainly, you know, has done a good job of asking questions of like, you know, hey Lindsey Graham, why are you saying it, saying this now when you said this at the you know 21 years ago at the, the impeachment of Bill Clinton? Why the change? And yeah, you know. and just yeah, calling people on it. It's it's interesting, and it is a there's a there's a light touch to it, I think, and sort of that's why I was saying, what if Bernie had said to um, Joe? Yeah, Rogan, I think that would have been fine. Yeah. But I do want to stand by the fact that I think that in this particular moment, in with this particular endorsement, that the team made the right decision because I've even seen, you know, I, I follow a lot of people on Twitter and I've seen several transgender people on Twitter say, yes, I hate Seth Rogen. I keep doing it. I hate <laughs> Joe Rogan because I hate Joe Rogan so much I don't want to think about him. Um, <laughs> yes, Seth. I hate Joe, Joe Rogan. But that is not going to keep me from voting for Bernie Sanders because of all of the things that Bernie is for, which I totally get. And I am not saying that they're like yeah. betraying anything that you ha- every person has to make a personal decision. And I think that they're right, that Bernie Sanders does stand for a lot of great things that would help everyone, including trans people, and has specifically you know, said good things about trans people. And so, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I don't think that they're doing anything wrong by still supporting him. I don't think that he, in this particular, you know, the the calcul- political calculation did the wrong thing. I just personally wish that we didn't live in a world where he had to make that political calculation. But of course, we all know that I want to live in a fantasy world where people actually, you know, well, ha- if- live in a socialist utopia, which 
you know, never ever going to happen. What Luxury <laughs> gay space communism. Yes, <laughs> what I, I want. I want to live in the in the post, you know, scarcity Star Trek world, except you know, not really that particularly. But you so, know. if somebody had been a Bernie supporter and they said, "That's it, I just can't," you know, I can't I stick totally, with him. Would I you totally get that? Yeah, and you'd and you'd think that was fine, and then they oh, picked another candidate. I mean, when I when you when we first talked about it, you heard me say yeah. uh, earlier that you know it makes me question him as my second choice, um, and you know, and your first choice is uh, my first choice was until twenty minutes ago, Elizabeth Warren. But no, um, I do have something to say about that. That's more nuanced. Um, so uh, the but you know having had. Uh, you know, almost an hour now to think about it. Yeah. Obviously, I've also calmed down and realized that that's shooting myself in the foot. That, you know, not endorsing someone because some jerk that you don't like has endorsed them. As long as there is a degree of, there, there's a certain line for me as to it's who like that person all the is. people endorsing your candidate were people you didn't like. You'd be like, mm, yeah. why are all these people endorsing them? And it's like, you know, a dude bro blowhard is a different qualitative thing than, say, actually David Duke <laughs> or Charles Manson. Like, there's a qualitative difference there that I'm willing to to keep on one side versus the other. Well, <laughs> sometimes politicians, I think, just ignore it. You yeah. know, they get an endorsement. Yeah. They don't publicize it. They well, just say thank you behind the scenes. and Yeah, and, and, and even then, don't. you know, it's like, you know, Adolf Eichmann has endorsed... Joe Biden for president. And it's like, uh, what? You know, and, and, and the press in this time would run with that. Right. That would be the well, headline. And, and, well, and, he has such nice teeth. <laughs> but I mean, if, you know, if, if, you know, like the reason why it'd be shocking if an actual Nazi war criminal endorsed, you know, Bernie Sanders, you know, whatever, be like, wait, why are you endorsing a Jewish socialist? What? <laughs> you know, and, and his reasoning for that was incredibly obnoxious and stupid. It's like, okay, well, fine. You know, I'm voting for, for, you know, the progressive candidate for the progressive reasons. You've got your own agenda. It's stupid, but all right. It's it's led you through a, a merry chase into actually supporting a good candidate. I mean, you know, like th there are reasons. But like the worry is that when someone like David Duke endorses a candidate, it's because they think something because they're like, <laughs> oh, I see a fellow white supremacist. And yes. that. Yes. Is you know like like so if David Duke were to endorse my first choice Elizabeth Warren I would be shocked and horrified, but I don't think she's a white supremacist so I I just don't see that so in the end I'd be like okay well that's not going to turn me off it but if it was like oh but yeah now that there's he's a whole done, bunch of people endorsing right. her. and now that now that he's done this oh my goodness I suddenly somebody found you know a swastika in her garage oh God. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like that was she used to go to meetings and then. yeah, Right. Exactly. <laughs> that would be totally different. <laughs> so. So um, I do think that we uh, need to wrap up in a few yes. minutes, but I did want to pivot quickly yes. to our other thing, which does flow from this. Yes. Which is that, um, you know, I, I made the comment about until about 20 minutes ago because I hadn't heard her reiterate the thing that made me stop liking her for a while yeah you had forgotten that huh? yes i had forgotten that <laughs> sorry that, or i had thought that she had evolved 
from that. But apparently I don't know that not. she hasn't. But uh, um, I thought you said that she had mentioned it recently. N- no, it it's sort of in the wind. But that's she's she's not changed that comment. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. think she has. Um, yeah. Which is that she's Elizabeth believes Warren, in Elizabeth a couple of Warren years ago said that she believed in the big tent and that you know we should also support pro-life Democrats. If they want to join us. If yeah. they want to join us. Which is to say anti-choice, anti-reproductive justice. Yes. People. Exactly. Um, you know, use their words first and then correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, for me, that's, that's, that's kind of the hill I want to die on. Like I'm very adamant that that is not a thing that I agree with, except for the fact that it has to be understood that if those people are willing to keep their private opinions to themselves, that's one thing. But if they're going to legislate on their opinions, then there is no reason to support those people and they should not be in the Democratic Party. And if you want to have them in the Democratic Party, I need another party. And so that's really stressful for me um, because I don't want to be in the same party with someone who is, you know, a Joe Manchin. I don't think that he should be considered a Democrat. I think that they should kick him out of the party. So so your line, if I heard you correctly, I'm listening really carefully, is that when when the person starts to put their laws on your body... That's sort of, that's the problem. You can be as pro-life as you want as long as you live your life that way, that, you know, live and let live. Don't want to have an abortion? Don't get one. Right. I mean, my parents are pro-life. I mean, my parents, my sister considered having an abortion with her first child, and my parents said, don't do it. They, my mom took her to the clinic, so, you know, gave her the choice, but said, we will do everything we can to help you with this child if you don't have an abortion. And ultimately, my my sister made the choice to have the baby. But I know my parents would have supported her if she hadn't. Yeah. But they very much were of the opinion that, you know, that is a life. And, you know, my parents are Catholic. My parents, you know, believed that it was not right to do that. But, of course, my parents are also strangely amazing. And so they supported her. No nonetheless well they believed um, it was her decision exactly yeah and there's a big difference between being pro-life or pro-choice and believing it that it's the person's own decision exactly well, well and i mean that, that the that's the pro-choice position ultimately it's like you should choose what you do yeah. like I, but I, I that's why i'm pro-choice because i mean it's like I, I don't have a womb so i don't actually have an immediate personal stake in this and i i'm very reluctant that i should make a decision about what happens to you Specifically, or even worse, like here's a general law that will uh, will enforce with violence if necessary that applies to everybody, but not me. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. wow. Well, and and so basically, people are. It's fine if they're pro-life. It's just yeah, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's only when you then say, "I am therefore going to vote for the Hyde Amendment." The second you vote for the Hyde Amendment is the second that I don't want to be in the same party as you. Yeah. I, I guess, actually, in the terms of one of the, the key issues in this election, one of the main things that Democrats are campaigning on, to various extent, is how do we extend health care to everybody? You know, Medicare for all, universal health care, preserve Obamacare. There's various talking points in various positions, but it's all about, like, uh, people deserve... 
people should have a right to health care, especially in a nation with the uh, the the wealth and the resources and the actual healthcare technology to provide. I mean, it's one thing when it's like, well, we've got all the leeches you could use. It's like, nah, I'm fine without healthcare. No, that's that. I'll just have some chicken soup. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. But when it's like, oh yes, we can actually treat your diabetes. That's a whole other thing, and and I want you know I want everybody who needs insulin to be able to get insulin without any hassles whenever they need it, and um, part of that is also price fixing. Okay with you? Uh, By the government? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, when it comes to uh, necessities like insulin, which sorry, this is a pressure point for me. You shouldn't have mentioned insulin because I could go on for for days about... It is a about, matter of life and death. Um, insulin. Um, for instance, the fact that, you know, it was initially not patented because the inventor understood that it was life or death and people should have access to it. Just like the, the polio vaccine. Exactly. But. And the fact that people are dying because they're rationing their insulin in this country makes me actually want to go out into the streets and start screaming until I can't stop. By the way, one of the drug company executives went to jail today who, who d was involved in the opiate yeah. It was sort of like the first one. Hopefully there'll be quite a few more who will serve like five years, did you say? A, five, a billionaire has been sentenced to five years in prison. I, um, that's, that's a shocking and positive development in American justice. I'll do about three. That's not bad. It's time in prison. No, absolutely. I'm yeah. saying. So, uh, just so in so terms it pierced of. the corporate veil and it got to yeah. him, which is what those laws were created yeah. to do. So, that's a first. And that's yep. great. And I, I, I agree. And so, just in terms of the, you know, pro life slash anti choice position, um, it's one thing to say, I, you know, I personally am pro life, but I'm still going to back full reproductive health care access as part of a universal health care package for Americans. That's different from, and therefore, you know, yes, we'll have health care reform, but, you know, girls won't be able to get abortions if they want them. Yes. And, you know, should we really even give them, you know, contraception? Shouldn't we just give them a bottle of aspirin to hold between their knees? Isn't that how that works in the good old days? So how many litmus tests do you guys have? I have one. That's it. That's it? Honestly, I mean, honestly, I, there's other things that I care about deeply, but like... That's the showstopper. That That's the one that is... That's the yes or no. That's up the yeah, that's the up down. Yep. I you know, that's a good question and I don't know. We'll have to tune in. I I haven't thought about it for myself, but it just occurred yeah. to me like That's a good question. You know, how many showstoppers are there for me, you know, yeah. and for you guys cuz it really And like I said, it's it it doesn't matter to me if you personally are pro pro life. Woman, man, don't care. As long as it's a personal belief and you hold it and don't try and proselytize and don't try and put laws please we can be friends we can ha i have no problem with that maybe that's but why we're both atheists because <laughs> we don't like those religious tentacles yes you know um i mean that's part of, of it around. though that i i will say that there well. are yeah. that there are pro-life atheists so it doesn't necessarily follow um just to put that out there um but i think that for me it is very much a hill that I am willing to die on that if you are going to try and tell me that there is something that I can't do that is a routine medical procedure just because your whatever decides that you don't think that's okay, we're not we're not going to be friends. <laughs> just nope. That's an up down for me. Your showstopper. Yep. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yep. We'll have to talk about that more. And speaking of showstoppers, <laughs> <laughs> I think this supplemental episode of Civil Politics has probably dragged on long enough. So uh, thank you all for joining us for a, a great supplemental discussion that uh, I was actually still part of. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thank you for joining us for this supplemental episode of Civil Politics. Uh, please do keep listening to us uh, Fridays at 7 p.m. on Valley Free Radio. And uh, check out our website, civilpoliticsradio.com. And check out other great shows from the Planetside Podcast Network, uh, planetsidepodcast.com. And evidence-based yeah. radio. Yes. And, uh, and, hey, throw some money in our tip jar because, you know, we could totally love to get a candy bar. Right. Okay. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, thank you for listening. So long. Good night. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.